The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd
all our freedom fighters, all our heroes, our safety heroes, they're, they're really tremendous. Of course, we really saw it firsthand because I'm, um, was very, my family was right in Watertown when we had the Boston bombing. So we saw a lot of action from, from their, <laughs> their front window. Absolutely. Well, you know, Rob, we've got such a great show today. We're going to welcome Kristen Iyer, and she is an author. We're going to rec um, uh, sorry, we're going to represent Tom Young and his book Renegade, and then we're going to open today's show in our second segment with Autumn Arnold, and she's going to talk about the power of protein, which is so exciting because we're getting into hot weather, which means shorts and tank tops and. You know, we all want to go through the summer feeling fit and happy and comfortable in our 100-degree days. Mm-hmm. Nutrition is such a funny thing because you think you're eating healthy until you realize what sometimes things are doing for you. And if you are not balancing the things that you think are healthy, you're really not doing your body much good. Well, absolutely, Robin. You know, I've been on this, like, you know, three-year crusade to try to figure out what to feed my kids, what to feed myself, and no matter where you turn, it seems like somebody's saying, eat lots of protein, don't eat lots of protein, eat lots of fat, fat doesn't make you fat, sugar makes you fat. I was so confused with yeah. all this stuff. And then you look at stuff that say it's fat-free and then it's loaded with sugar. I mean, it really, really is overwhelming. It is. And what's difficult, too, I think, for a lot of our military families is that you know, you get used to a grocery store, and you really get used to. All right, this is the this is the item that I buy. This is where, what I, the aisle that I always go down. And then when all of a sudden you get uh, PCS to a whole new location, you've got to start all over again, and you have to say, all right, which are the brands that I can find? Which are the things that I need? It's really a challenge. It is. It is. And I've actually turned on to some online grocery stores of all things because. I like this coconut. It's just like coconut oil, and it's solid, and when it's cold, it's warm when it's hot. and It's so good for when the kids have scrapes and bumps, and it's great for my hair, and I put it on my skin when I'm dry, but I can't find it in any of the grocery stores near me, so I end up ordering it on Amazon Grocery. You know, my daughter's been doing some of that, too. I, I think that is so smart. And then Amazon has some coupons or don't you get something if you buy so much then you get somewhat of a break or whatever uh sometimes they do but they do have the free shipping with add-ons and if you're an amazon prime member which i am i can ship anything anywhere and with gas prices the way they are and i live 20 minutes from the grocery store it's actually smarter for me to order online and have it shipped to my house than to get in my car and spend eight to ten dollars in gas just to pick up something that is really smart. And I'm sorry, you know, if you get the standard brands, if you get Scott Paper Goods, if you get <laughs> the, the macaroni and cheese or whatever, those are going to be the same no matter what store you buy them from. Right, right, unless it's a big sale. But realistically, you know, certain specialty items like that, you know, I really, I would suggest people go to Amazon and see what it is to ship where they are. And if they live in a remote location, and they have that Amazon free shipping. It's like I did all my Christmas shopping this year, majority of it through Amazon. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So smart. And there again, it doesn't matter where you live if you've got the account and this is the pro these are the products that you traditionally buy, at least you know you're giving your family the consistent 
the the regular meals that you know is is right for your family. Right, right. And if you're at different locations, it's really frustrating. I know when I travel or I'm, you know, living in a different state, which I move from state to state, even regionally it's different. And, you know, it's just something that I never thought of until it was a matter of necessity and I mm -hmm. couldn't find what I wanted. So it's really been very helpful to me. Well, I think I'm going to kind of explore that, too, because where I have such a sodium issue and my husband's now finding that he's got some health issues that he's got to be more careful of as far as our our ingredients in there again like you say they they may say fat free or they may say whatever but in order to make it fat free guess what they load it up with more sodium so you you do need to really watch so I, I'm thinking that this is really such a good idea I, I think I'm gonna tap into that Sandra yeah, well, and I use it also for certain brands that I use. Like, I like they like either Nike or Spalding leggings, you know, and there's, there's you know, and I'm, I'm like Cherokee certain brands or Champion sweaters I love. And, you know, I know what I'm getting because I've bought them for years. And instead of hunting around the mall, which I hate doing, mm -hmm. I hate shopping like that, I can go online, put in Champion sweatshirt, put in a large, pick my color, I know what I'm getting, and then it ships to my house for free. And, it's amazing. That's great. It's true. I mean, manufacturers are not consistent, more so with women's clothing, I think, than men's clothing. Usually a 3430 is going to be exactly the same no matter what maker you, you get it from, but women's clothes are all over the place. So there again, when you're a military family and you're going here, there, and everywhere, at least you know you're getting the same brand, you're getting the same size pants, you're getting, getting the shoes you know that fit. That's great. Well, and absolutely, and for, for me, a single mother, you know, to spend 20 minutes, you know, driving to the store and 20 minutes back, and then I might be in the store for an hour and a half looking for what I'm looking for, I don't have that time on a regular basis. So when my kids needed sweatpants, I went on to Amazon or sometimes I'll go to Walmart.com and I'll, I know exactly what I'm looking for. I know the size. I, you know, look at the colors. And then when it ships for free, it not only saves me gas, but it saves me an inordinate amount of time. Absolutely, because you're not dragging the kids down to the store. You're not sitting in traffic as you are right now unexpectedly for an extra hour out of your day. We don't have an extra hour to lose in a day. None of us do. None of us do. Absolutely, we do not. And, you know, if you're a working mom and you're juggling, especially if your spouse is on deployment, yeah, you need to cut something. And everybody goes, well, I don't know where I can cut. Well, you can't do your laundry online, at least not yet. I'm going to figure that out. <laughs> but you can definitely save yourself some shopping headache and some, you know, because that's not fun shopping. I'm telling you, going to buy sweatpants for my kids is not fun. If I want to go pick out makeup, I will drive to do that. I will mark that time. But that's part of me time, mm -hmm. you know, that's so hard for us to get as as um, moms who are raising kids while their spouses are on deployment. Mm, it's true. It's true. Finding the best way to be with our families, that's what's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um you know, Rob, uh, I don't know how much time we have for commercial break, but I wanted to say something to sports families everywhere because of something that happened to me uh, this weekend. One um, minute. Yeah. 
And when we come back from break, uh, we're going to talk about that, and we're going to bring Autumn Arnold on to talk about the power of protein because protein is so important in our diet, and we hear so many things about should we eat it, should we not eat it, what will it do for us? We're going to bring Autumn Arnold on as our health and fitness and wellness expert to talk to us about what we can do with respect to our health, with the purchase of protein, what kind of proteins we should eat, and whether animal protein or plant protein really do make a difference. So you're going to want to stay tuned for Autumn Arnold coming up next. So join us back after the break. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Goals, objectives, business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real-world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style along with an innate ability to form connections with people gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. You will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. 
covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Welcome back, everyone. It's Robin Boyd with Sandra Beck here today on Military Mom Talk Radio. We've got a couple of great authors that we just can't wait to share with you. Later on in the show, we're going to welcome Kristen Iyer. She has written a children's book called Countdown Till Daddy Comes Home, a darling book. And, boy, I'm sure that all of you who have been in the the waiting mode (laughs) know exactly what this little protagonist in this book is, is going through because it really is hard to wait and to keep kids in perspective. Sometimes kids just don't have that um, that perspective as far as how long is it really going to be. And then later in the show, we're going to welcome Tom Young. He um, has written another book. You may be very familiar with some of his other uh, books. He has re- recently released The Renegades, and we're going to chat with him a little bit about that. Sandra, do we have you back on the line? I know you had to take a little break. I am. I am. Yep. I actually pulled over in the shade, and I'm good to go. I'm all wired up. Good, because this segment, we're going to be welcoming Autumn Arnold, but did you have a little message that you needed to shout out there? I did, I did. I just wanted to encourage any families uh, or parents or people who are board members on sports teams in your community to just raise awareness that when there are divorces or fractured families on those teams, and especially if the team party at the end of the year is going to be held in one of those homes, to really be sensitive to the fact that in a divorce, uh, there are times when if the coach is the ex-husband or the team mom is the ex-wife, that they can exclude that parent, and this ultimately hurts the children on the team. So this happened to me this weekend. I want to raise some awareness. I put it on my Facebook. I broadcast it on this show. I've also put it all around the web for people just to tuck that in the back of their head that if they know there's a troubled family on the team, let's all collectively make sure that it's appropriate for that child to have both parents present. And that means having trophy or party presentations in a public park. And let's leave the team parties to locations where they don't exclude people in the event that you have a family in trouble. So I just wanted to put that out there because I didn't know about this until it happened to me. When it happened to me, other families have come forward and said they experienced the same thing. Divorce is hard enough on our kids. We don't need to use sports to make it more difficult. Okay. There you go. <laughs> oh, do we have Autumn Arnold with us yet? I am here. Well Welcome, said, Autumn. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank good you. to be back on. And um, I have a lot of information to get in a very short period of time, so I'm going to go just a little bit quickly here because protein is so important for the body. Whether you you eat meat or you're vegetarian, it doesn't matter as far as the type of protein goes. It can be plant based, it can be animal based. You know, we were designed to be carnivores, so I you know I believe that we should be eating meat. But you know, everybody has to do what's best for them. Um, and our protein shakes it is plant based um, protein, and we have a shake that has animal based protein. So it really doesn't matter. It really just depends on what you what you want for your own body. However. 
Um, you know, it's an important component in every cell of your body. It's an organic compound, and it's composed of 22 amino acids, um, and it's known as the building blocks of life. Um, it's, stored, it's stored in the muscles and organs, and, it, and the body utilizes it to build and repair tissues. It also helps in the production of enzymes and hormones. Um, so, you know, make sure that you're taking in enough protein as well. Uh, Adam, it does it, it matter where what source the protein is, as opposed like from soy to meat to whatever? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. The, the, the important number is the amount that you're getting in. You want to make sure that during weight loss you take in more protein than you would normally take in. Um, but what I find hard with my clients is getting enough protein. Um, and also, when you do get that pro enough protein, keeping your calories down because typically, you know, with protein comes high calories. So you really need to be careful um, and watch your calories when you're watching your protein. Now, I recently hit a plateau thinking I was taking in enough protein, so I'm still on a learning basis as well um, at 120 grams of protein a day, which is difficult. The average person does not get that much protein in. But if you are losing weight or wanting to get healthy, if you don't take in enough protein, your body will pull weight through your muscles instead of your fat. So you'll lose your muscle and you'll keep your fat, which that's not what we want to do. That's not what we're trying to achieve. So, well, and what is the 120 grams of protein? Like, I don't even know. Like, is that like a steak? Is that like two hamburgers? I mean, and, and like, how much is that? Like, what, what quantity? I mean, is that two chicken breasts? I, I really don't understand. Well, if you have, um, let's say you have a cup, one cup of cottage cheese, that's 28 grams of protein. Um, if you have one cup of milk, that's 10 grams of protein. Um, seven egg whites is 25 grams of protein. So you really just have to do your own research and your own measuring and look it up, or I can help you with that. Um, uh, a chicken breast, three ounces of chicken breast is 25 grams of protein. Uh, three ounces of beef is 25 grams of protein. Although I, you know, watch on the watch out taking in too much beef because it's the, you know, it's not that great for you. Um, but I talked to another coach and she said you're not taking in enough protein with all the hiking that I've been doing lately. You know, she said to increase it to 150. So it really just depends. It goes by your body weight, your height, and um, you know those two ratios together and then that's where i tell my clients to be at as far as um as weight loss goes i guess i've been a bad coach to myself not taking into consideration all the hiking that i've been doing for me um so you also um let's see where am i at here <laughs> so as so if i'm understanding you correctly the amount of protein you need to eat is a function of not only your body weight, but the weight you want to lose and also your activity level. Am I hearing that correctly? That's right. And when protein is absorbed, it sends a signal to the brain to decrease your hunger. So not only is it helping you sustain your muscle mass and helping you build muscle mass, but it's also keeping your appetite suppressed. So, um, you know, it's so, so, so important. And most people, I would say, are taking in about 60 grams of protein per day, which is not nearly enough protein to do all of the things that it's supposed to do. Now, I can tell you, I don't even take in that. I, you know, I can tell you just by what you said, you are eating. I mean, I'm eating more fruits and vegetables and carbs, and it's no shock I'm not dropping the pounds. 
Exactly. And I, uh, starting today, am running a test to increase my protein to 150 grams, but keep my calories um, about 1,700 calories a day with my hikes, on the days that I hike. So um, I'm going to give it a go, and I'll let you guys know how that goes. But um, I know for me, even at 120, it's so hard to get that in. Well, I'm, I can only imagine, though, that the type of protein that you're using has got to impact the the calorie uh, level at some point because if you're eating edamame, if you're eating chicken, I can't, or lean chicken, you know, without the the skin or whatnot, of course, I can't imagine that's going to be the same as, say, eating red meat and eating eggs and other proteins. Right. Well, eggs are very lean. They're very low in calories. So egg is my favorite, one of my favorite proteins. Uh, also soy. Um, mm-hmm. Soy grown in U.S., not soy grown in other countries. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, just because we do want to stay away from those GMO products of genetically modified organisms. Um, so um, it's just, you know, you just have to watch your calories, count your calories for a short period of time so that you can see what you're eating and how many calories. It's very difficult to keep your caloric intake down and increase your protein. Mm. Now, what is your take on the protein powders that are on the market today in some of those shakes? Um, you need to be very, very careful with the companies that you go with because one in seven products has an illegal substance in it that's not listed on a label. And you don't necessarily know how their shake mix is being processed, where they're getting their protein from, are they growing it themselves. Those are typically the companies that you want to go with. Um, so you just have to be really careful and do your research. Don't just go to Walmart or Costco and grab the largest, cheapest bag of protein shake mix. That's the easiest way to keep your calories down and get your protein up is to do the meal replacement shakes, do the, the protein shakes, but you don't necessarily want a high-protein shake because if you take in more than 35 grams of protein in one sitting, it metabolizes as fat after that. So there's also that fine balance where you don't want to do a protein shake or something like that that has 45 grams of protein because then you're just doing yourself a disservice. You're, you're, it's not the point of how, why you want to increase your protein. So um, no more than 35, especially for women. Men can take in just a little bit more, but definitely as women, you don't want to take in more than that. But we don't want to sit down and be really load up on a huge protein meal thinking we're going to lose weight. No. The idea is to keep your meals and your snacks between 25 and 30 grams of protein, and you eat five and six times a day. So if you break it down and you're doing it throughout the day in different sittings, then you'll be able to do it. But you just have to you have to plan it. You just absolutely have to put it on your schedule and get it in there and know exactly what you're going to eat for the day. So will you tell us what it looks like? Like what do you eat during a typical day? Just as a guideline, not that we expect your program for your body necessarily to work for every person. Sure. Um, I wake up and I have my protein shake, which is 20 grams of protein, and then I add a half of our recovery shake in there. Um, The first shake is soy-based, and the second one is whey-based, so I'm getting both of it. That's 30 grams of protein. And then I do three egg whites um, and one yolk, usually with, like, salsa for a snack. Um, we also have a beverage mix that's like a it's just like a sweetened drink, but it's low in sugar, low in calories, um, but it has 15 grams of protein, so I'll have one of those. 
Okay, hold on. I'm going to need us to take us to commercial break. And um, when we come back, we're going to come back with Autumn Arnold. We're going to welcome author Kristen Iyer. We come back from the break. We want to hear what else Autumn eats during the day so we can start making our own plan. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Mother Military Mom Talk Radio along with Robin Boyd. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Are you yearning to connect with those close to you who have passed on? Do you feel you'd be more at peace or more in balance in your life if you could only have that connection? Now you do. It's time for Alex Laws and the Alex Laws Hour. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Alex discovered an incredible balance that allowed him to listen and receive messages from the other side. Not your traditional psychic medium. Alex has spent the last 27 years as an endurance athlete and entrepreneur. At the core of Alex's abilities is his knowing that in order to open one's soul to the universe, one must open their heart to being authentic. The wisdom Alex has shared from those beyond the veil has helped at an international level and change people's lives and sometimes, too, their direction in life. Need help with your life or business direction? Tap into the spiritual realm of Alex Laws. For more information, check out alexlaws.com. Then join us for the Alex Laws Hour with Alex Laws. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Because there ain't no doubt I love this man. God bless the Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Terry Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And for those of you that missed the first half of the show, feel free to check us out on iTunes under Military Mom Talk Radio. If you go to our .com by the same name, MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com, you can hear the past 160 episodes that cover everything from PTSD to deployment to weight loss and fitness and family member issues along with PTSD. For those of you that want to go into TogiNet and find our shows there, they are available for download, live stream, and rebroadcast. 
Uh, I'm going to go right back to Autumn Arnold, who is our health and fitness and wellness expert, and she was talking about what her day looks like nutritionally as part of the weight loss program that's going to inspire all of us to get into our bathing suits without fear this swim season. You know, I was going to ask Autumn if she could translate some of that to not some of the, like, real food as opposed to the shakes in that not all of us use the shakes. So I'm wondering if you can kind of translate that to, like, an egg, a half a banana, yogurt, and juice or something, you know, or what that would look like. Oh, my gosh. That would take me probably longer than the radio show to explain. So if there's anybody that wants to ask me any questions, I'll be more than happy to Send me an email at autumn at coachvitality.com. But, you know, I'm an advocate of protein shakes. If you don't have one, I definitely can recommend one. It's the easiest way. Okay. Um, Because most people skip breakfast, and, you know, that's where you want to start your coaching off first thing. So you you have shakes all day long? No. (laughs) I do a shake for breakfast, then I do my eggs. And then I do a shake for lunch, and then I do my hike typically, and then I have like a recovery shake after that. Then I have um, a drink that we have that has 15 grams of protein in it, and then I have my dinner. And if I am still short on protein, then I'll have something after that. My dinner will usually consist of um, chicken and salad or chicken and brown rice or fish, anything like that. Um you know, just healthy, clean, um, and just being careful, you know, where you get your chicken to from. You want to do hormone-free chicken if you can. Yeah. Well, Autumn, go ahead, Sam. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I just want to thank you, Autumn, you know, for giving us what that looks like. I'm a big modeler. I think success leaves clues. And when I see how fabulous you look walking around the school and walking around the mall, I know that, you're on to something, you're doing the right thing because you look beautiful, you look healthy, you look fit, you look trim, and that's exactly what all of us want to look for, especially going into the summer season. So thank you, Autumn, for being here today. Thank you so much for having me again on the show, you guys. Oh, yeah, we'll bring you back. (laughs) We'll bring you back. Okay, so I'd like to go over to our author now. We have Kristen Iyer, and Kristen has a terrific book that's available for families. And, you know, these family books have really, really come to light recently because of the needs of the military family. So, Kristen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me this afternoon. Now, Kristen, tell us a little bit about what your book is about and why did you create it? Well, I actually wrote uh, Countdown Till Daddy Comes Home. Um, actually, it was about 10 years ago because I couldn't find any books at that time that um, could help my children deal with their father's deployments. And then life kind of got the best of me, and I, and I put it away. And then my husband was recently given a one-year deployment to Afghanistan, and I have a five-year-old now. Um, she was four at the time. And I went 10 years later to look for a book that applied to my Air Force family and couldn't find anything that appealed to me. Um, I actually ordered a bunch of books on Amazon and returned every one but one. And I decided to take that manuscript off the um, out of the filing cabinet and try to get it published traditionally. And it was kind of an uphill battle because they think it's just too small of a market uh, oh. to, to publish my book. Yeah, if you can believe that. Yeah. So I decided to sell publish it. 
Perfect. Well, you know, when you talk about that too small of a market, it's so funny because I was asking, like, Joanne Fabrics and Michaels and all these companies to build us some military fabric for babies. That's for girls. And it took forever. And the one bolt that came in sold out like that day because we're near Edwards Air Force Base. So there is a huge need. And I'm so proud of you for recognizing that for our families. Yes, and, and I think what's unique about my book is it actually, it's not necessarily, and most of the books out there are really Army or Navy um, kind of centered books, and that's what I found in the ones I returned. They all had daddies who were either on ships or carried around a lot of guns, and that was not something my husband, you know, did with his, his background. And my book really applies to all services and actually applies to families who are outside of the military, like in the fishing industry or oil industry. Um, so there's no, nothing in the book kids are really they pay attention to details and if the boots aren't right or the uniform doesn't look right then all of a sudden it's not gonna they're not gonna identify with my with my main character um and so that's why i decided to kind of leave it more neutral um, than most of the books that you find um out there right now was well and what i really oh go ahead rob i Sorry. was just gonna say was this a completely based on your experience or did you go and sort of survey other families who had similar and, and sort of bring all of those families' situations into this one character? Well, most of the things that are listed in the book are kind of our family traditions um, that we have done across the years. Some of the things have, you know, changed. When my kids were little, we did the countdown chart. Um, but as far as having my mom come and visit, and my kids have all have had daddy bears that have their dad's voice in it. Mm. Um um, so these are all things that were traditions that um, my family has um, used, and I think they work really well. Um, you know, another thing that we are that we have currently with my husband being deployed is we have a uh, flat rate APO box that is in our dining room table, um, and it is a permanent fixture. And my five year old, she knows when she walks through the house if she has some great artwork or she got, or you know, a double star on one of her <laughs> one of her little pieces of homework. She puts in the box she has a place you know that she can um, put her things to send to her dad so there's just idea. little reminders throughout the date the day of um, that keep her connected to him while he's gone well, and you it's so important that you talk about that you know connected to you while you're gone because one of the other groups of people that are almost forgotten you know with this war are all the ancillary service people that may not be direct military but serve the military bases serve the military community you know i think of friends of mine who are deployed to okinawa well they're both environmental yeah. engineers and you know they're away from their families and i just think it's so smart that you wrote something that works for all groups instead of just one specific branch of the military yeah exactly because can you imagine being one of the contractors we actually have as many contractors over there in afghanistan as we have active duty i mean and that number is going to even it's going to be more lopsided towards contractors so imagine i mean at least i had books i could buy on amazon they have nothing there's hardly any books out there for parents um, who are traveling and i think what also makes my book really uh, unique is that i actually did research i met with military family life consultants and i met my mom is actually a marriage and family therapist and i talked to principals and teachers and asked them what are the things that they see that kids are fearful of when their parents deploy and those are in the questions in the back of the book for you to have a discussion with your child um, and you know a lot of times it's funny that 
the things that kids are um, afraid of. Like my daughter, it was gave her such a peace of mind when we could Skype, and she, my husband, gave her a tour of where he, you know, was working, and she could actually see it. Just made her feel so much better. So sometimes the things that you're fearful of as an adult are not the things, you know, that. You know, she was also worried about what he was going to eat. <laughs> but um, it really it really helped her. And in the back of the book, there's a list of questions that kind of help kids uh, go through different issues that are in the pre-deployment phase or the pre-trip phase and during the deployment or trip and then afterwards, too. So, um, Kristen, what's the impact in your life since Countdown Till Daddy Comes Home has been out? Well, you know what? It has been um, really very rewarding. I've, um, and I guess one of the things that I didn't realize when I wrote the book is I thought, okay, I'm going to be an author, and all of a sudden I am um, a public speaker. I'm a webmaster. I'm a social media maven. I'm doing all sorts of things that I n- never. I wouldn't say maven. I don't have that many followers, but um, I, you know, I'm doing things that I have never done before, um, and and frankly never thought I would, especially the webmaster thing. Um, but I think that's been a great example for my kids, too, because I've learned um, so much. And I've also been, um, it's been rewarding to also help other authors who have a passion about a certain topic that the publishing industry is just not interested in, you know, dealing with or, you know, they think it's just too small. So um, I've it's been great, and um, I really I think, based especially based on the reviews that I have for my book, it's been a really uh, great resource for parents and kids so far. Well, and I think you're you're a testament to all the parents and the families out there. You know that that you know the publishing industry, to be fair, is tied to the banking industry, which is tough right now. And you know the publishing mm-hmm. industry is a money-making organization. It's not special interest, but you represent the special interest in our country, and so will other authors that learn from you. That hey, you know what? She had this idea ten years ago. She brought it to print. Now it's in people's hands. She's helping people. I hope you're making some money. You know, so that everybody wins. But at the end of the day, you are a testament to the can-do spirit of the military family. If it's not there, well, then we'll create it. Well, thank you. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing that's great for me is having a portable kind of career. I can set up and go wherever I'm PCS to do a book signing in that city or do speaking engagements and um, be able to do interviews like this. I mean, this is all, you know, new to me, but it's it's a great, it's been wonderful. And I have, you know, I really would like to eventually do a mommy version of the book because I think there's different subtle um, differences when a mom's gone because there's, there's a softer touch, I think. Um, for when mom's gone, um, or even, you know, talk about uh, moving, which is a big issue for kids, too, that they have to deal with. Absolutely. Kristen Ayer, your book is called Countdown Till Daddy Comes Home. We're looking forward to Countdown Till Mommy Comes Home, because I will tell you, there's a lot of moms on deployment. Um, We're going to go to commercial break. We want to welcome Tom Young, the author of Renegade, when we come back. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Military Mom Talk Radio along with Robin Boyd, and you're not going to want to miss the interview with Tom Young when we come back. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back 
after these. Are you yearning to connect with those close to you who have passed on? Do you feel you'd be more at peace or more in balance in your life if you could only have that connection? Now you do. It's time for Alex Laws and the Alex Laws Hour. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Alex discovered an incredible balance that allowed him to listen and receive messages from the other side. Not your traditional psychic medium. Alex has spent the last 27 years as an endurance athlete and entrepreneur. At the core of Alex's abilities is his knowing that in order to open one's soul to the universe, one must open their heart to being authentic. The wisdom Alex has shared from those beyond the veil has helped at an international level and changed people's lives and sometimes, too, their direction in life. Need help with your life or business direction? Tap into the spiritual realm of Alex Laws. For more information, check out alexlaws.com. Then join us for the Alex Laws Hour with Alex Laws, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central, here on The Rock. Star Radio Network. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name at the top of his list and a Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and I want to thank Kristen Iyer. Uh, Countdown Till Daddy Gets Home. Check it out online. Check it out on Amazon. I'd also like to thank Autumn Arnold for her helpful information on protein, because giving us a chance to see what it looks like is something that can really help us model uh, her weight loss. And I will tell you, watching this woman lose weight, watching her gain her, you know, sparkle back has really, really been a joy and an inspiration. Uh, now I'd like to switch gears, and I'd like to bring on author Tom Young. He is one of our great authors, and he's written a great book called Renegade. And, Tom, I'd like you to share with our listeners, what is your book about? The Renegade is the uh, third in a series of military novels I've written. They all feature the same two main characters, uh, an Air Force flyer, Michael Parson, and an Army uh, female soldier, Sergeant Major Sophia Gold, who is a... Uh, 
a Pashto translator and uh, interpreter. Pashto is one of the main languages of uh, Afghanistan. And in this third novel in the series, Parson returns to Afghanistan to serve a year-long tour as an advisor to the Afghan Air Force. As he begins this tour, a major earthquake strikes northern Afghanistan, and this creates a humanitarian crisis on top of the ongoing combat operations that are happening there all the time. So now Parson and his uh, Afghan flyers, his colleagues that he works with in Afghanistan, uh, face a humanitarian crisis. They uh, have to move patients around who need medical treatment. There are refugees who need to be moved around. There are uh, relief workers coming into the country, and they need to be taken out to the villages where they can do some good. And almost all of this has to go by helicopter because of Afghanistan's lack of roads. What makes matters worse is that a violent Taliban splinter group uh, begins to take advantage of the situation. They shoot rescue workers, they shoot down helicopters, and they forbid the population to accept outside aid. And what's far worse than that, they begin to use the chaos as cover to forcibly recruit child soldiers. Sadly, all of that comes right out of the headlines because the Taliban has been known to do all of that. And my characters, Parson and Gold, uh, go up against this Taliban splinter group. Well, and Tom, you know, it's very interesting to me when stories are pulled from headlines like this, because there's a certain element of reality, you know, even within the story. How do you handle, like, certain technical details that, you know, when somebody's um, reading your book, and, you know, we've covered a lot of the history in our shows, how do you make sure that what you're portraying is as accurately correct as it can be to give realism to your story, but still be a story? That's a good question, uh, and, and I, I do that by asking a lot of questions. Uh, for example, in, in my military background, I've been a flyer but not a helicopter pilot. So I seek out helicopter pilots and, and ask silly questions and uh, uh, show them what I've written and uh, ask people, you know, have I gotten this right? Is there, is there something I'm assuming here that's not right? Uh, I, I get to do a number of things for research. Uh, I'll visit military bases, watch military exercises, and... Um, uh, do some uh, research online. Uh, you would be amazed at what you can find on YouTube if you just know what to search for. Uh, there, for example, uh, if I want to know how a medic might treat a certain injury, you can find that online. It's, it's all kind, there's all kinds of good unclassified stuff online. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and I find it interesting that, you know, these great books are written by prior military. And since this is a military show, I'm going to ask you, what is your military experience? I've spent 20 years in the Air National Guard. For most of that time, I flew as a flight engineer on the C-130 Hercules, and I uh, wrapped up my career as an engineer on the C-5 Galaxy, and I have uh, just retired from the West Virginia Air National Guard. Can I ask you, do you have any great stories from that time of your life? Oh, gosh, there are so many, uh, and, and I have nothing but good things to say about my unit. I was, I was blessed to get to work and fly with the best squadron mates uh, I could ever ask for. Um, probably the closest call I ever had uh, took place in the very early days of the Iraq War. In May of 2003, I was with a C-130 crew that flew a load of cargo into Baghdad one night. We offloaded the cargo with engines running. We never did shut down. And then our plan was to take off empty, fly low level across the outskirts of Baghdad for a short distance, and then do a zoom maneuver to climb and gain some altitude and press on back to base, which at the time was Masira Island, Oman. Shortly after we took off, and this was about 11 o'clock at night, 
when we were still in the low-level phase of flight, three things happened all at once in much less time than it takes to tell it. To begin with, there was this tremendous flash right outside the cockpit, and that whited out our night vision goggles. So momentarily, we were blinded to anything outside the aircraft. The uh, missile warning tones went off in the cockpit, which is a gosh-awful screeching sound. And our uh, aircraft commander, who was a terrific pilot, whipped the aircraft into a steep bank. So now we're pulling G's, can't see outside, and I'm thinking, my goodness, if we just had our tickets punched. What had happened was bad guys had fired a shoulder-launched heat-seeking missile. Uh, from my seat, I did not see the missile, but the co-pilot saw it, and one of our loadmasters uh, saw it, too, right in that instant before the flares punched. And they both thought it missed us by about 300 feet, thanks to uh, good tactics and the good reflexes of a, of a terrific aircraft commander. That's amazing. Have any of your experiences shown up in your work? Many of them have, uh, not necessarily exactly as they happened to me, and a lot of what shows up in my work reflects uh, things that have happened to, uh, to people I know. Uh, for example, in the Renegades, as I mentioned, my character Parson is uh, serving as an advisor to the Afghan Air Force. A good friend of mine in my squadron did exactly that. He spent a year advising the Afghan Air Force, and he uh, very graciously uh, helped me with a lot of background research. So when you read something in one of my novels, it's not necessarily something I experienced, but it might very well be something uh, experienced by someone I know. Well, I can tell you, you know, as a reader, and, I, you know, with my radio show, I read a ton of books. I mean, I get books sent to me from all over the world wanting to be featured on this show. And one of the things that I did notice about your book, just from reading a lot and, you know, doing this military show and being involved in the military for 20 years, is that there was an authentic ring to it. At no point did I go like, oh, you know, he's stretching, or oh, I don't believe this, or oh, this doesn't sound right, you know, because we all have that intuitive meter. And I know that that had to take a tremendous amount of effort on your part to make sure that you don't let us down, you know, because I think, you know, when you take a military book and you put it out to the general public, a lot of people don't know. But you take a military book and you put it in front of a military audience, you got some tough critics. That's true, and it's very kind of you to say that. Uh, but that's probably the best thing about getting to do this is when I hear from military people and they tell me that they find the works authentic, that they feel like the, the books do justice to their experience. I mean, that's, that's more important than any award you could get or anything like that. And the, uh, the support I've received from uh, fellow military members has been tremendous, and I, and I just can't thank them enough. Well, and what I like about these books, and, you know, we like to encourage on Military Mom Talk Radio, we encourage everybody from, you know, children and families of World War II, you know, people who are still alive to write down their stories. Because what you've done, Tom, is, yes, you've entertained us. Yes, you've given us something interesting to read. But you've also preserved a little bit of history as you saw it, experienced it, and interpreted it, and put it in a piece of work that's entertaining to read. And I'll tell you, that's not easy. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And you raise a, an important question. It's, it's, it's great for military people to record their experiences. And, you know, even if it doesn't get picked up by a major publisher, you, you can always find ways to preserve it. For, uh, for example, the National Archives has something called the Veterans History Project. Um, there, there are a number of resources out there for ways that veterans can preserve their stories. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, and I love what you said about the availability of um, video. And, you know, that's one thing that, you know, you brought up. And I know we're here to talk about your book. We want people to buy it. We want people to read it. But one of the things that you brought up in this show that I think is of vital importance is if you don't want to write your story, guess what? you got YouTube. You can put your story up on there, tell your story, and it can be preserved in, as well. I know the Library of Congress also has video archives for our veterans. So, you know, I think your book alone is fantastic, and it, in your interview today has raised a lot of great points for the military family. I'm going to ask you now if you had one thing that you could say to the servicemen and women and their families in active duty since you just retired and you spent, it sounds like your early retirement working on this book, so I can't even say you're retired. You might be retired from the military. Uh, what would that be? Uh, I would just say thank you to uh, all of the uh, servicemen I've worked with over the years, my squadron mates, people in other units that I've come into contact with. It's just been an honor uh, to work alongside some of these uh, terrific military folks we have in our armed forces. Uh, that's really the main thing I would say is thank you for just letting me take part and letting me work with you. Absolutely, absolutely. What was the inspiration for your book? We've got about two minutes uh, before the end of the show. Well, let's see. I, I hope I don't sound too philosophical here, but I once heard someone say that your best fiction comes from what hurts you the most or what scares you the most. When I first started flying in Afghanistan, when we first began to deploy after 9-11, the thing that scared me the, the most was not the thought of the possibility of getting shot down and killed. It was the thought of the possibility of getting shot down and not killed and facing a survival situation. What would that be like? Asking myself that question is what led to the plot of my first novel, The Mullah's Storm, which came out in 2010. That was followed by a sequel called Silent Enemy in 2011. In 2012, we had the hardcover edition of The Renegades, which just came out in paperback. And then later this year, the fourth novel in the series comes out called The Warriors. But that all began with asking myself, you know, gosh, what's the worst thing that could happen here? And what would that be like? And what, what would I do if that happened? And and uh, I fictionalized that, that scenario in, in my first novel. Terrific, terrific. Tom, you've been an outstanding guest today. I need to close out the show. I want to thank Tom Young. Look up his book, The Renegade. I also want you to look up Kristen Iyer's book, Countdown Till Daddy Comes Home. I want you to watch your protein intake. Make sure you get enough from Autumn Arnold. Next week is Memorial Day, so I want to thank all our service members and their families for their contribution in keeping our country safe. We will be running a best of next week and uh, some of the best interviews that we've had this year so far. I want to wish you all a very, very happy Memorial Day. I'm honored to be on the air with you. I'm honored to serve our country in this way. May God bless all of us as we wait this Memorial Day season.